Welcome to another episode of the Coconut Connection. This is episode 101. Woo. So I'm your girl, G, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> a beautiful day. Uh-huh. Hello, this is Jade. Get ready, world, because here I come. Yay. <laughs> so let's start off with a quick high-low. Um, start off with a low um, Milo is an obvious one because, um, I don't even have to think about it, but Milo right now is, um, the Lakers losing, um, <gasps> their three games against Nuggets. No, they did? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I was hoping they would pull it out, like, just because they're home. Like, I don't want it to be a sweep. I want them to win at least two games. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's 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 looking very grim because um they Denver Nuggets has an awesome team and they're hitting those three point shots like like they're going out of style uh Damn. and so we just couldn't we just couldn't get enough of a, a lead for you know so um game four is on Monday at home and yeah, if they don't win that, then we're out. I I mean, it, it it's gonna be like Hail Mary, like like uh it, that no one has ever in the history of you know uh if you losing three um has come up from that. So like but you we're never know they're, though they're number one, they're number one, and we're the we're we're the uh the the underdog because we were lower on we were like number seven. You know, I know when they beat the Golden State Warriors, I was like, oh, my God, this is because, you know, they were always the number one team. Right. I mean, the Golden State, you're like, oh, yeah. Um, but I didn't think they were going to have a hard time against the Nuggets. Interesting. Yeah, well, because Nuggets are number one. They've been like, wow, they've been like consistently good this year. So so there, we were already the underdog because they had won a lot of games like we came. Um, our record was not that great. And then we came up until yeah. that number seven, I believe. And then we played um, the Warriors, but Denver Nuggets is number one in Western. So, and I could see why they have, really good, they have really good shooters. Like, it's just like, oh my God. And it was at our, our home court. And so, yeah, that's my low. Oh, boo. That is a low. Uh, well, my low is I actually, the first time in my a uh, professional career that I I had to say something to uh, upper management about comments that were made to me that made me uncomfortable. That that was a pretty, yeah, that was low because I've never, I like to pride myself in saying that I've got great humor, nothing offends uh-huh. me, but this was kind of like, I was uncomfortable and that's not like me. So it must've been bad. But I think it, I think so because it's like I think it depends. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a not a blurred line. It's a a gray area. Like when you know somebody and you know their, you know, you get to know them and you know their their intentions and what kind of like their nature of their personality. You kind of let things slide a little, you know, like especially if you're like you're social with them and whatnot, right? Like you know, like what their intentions are but when it's like somebody you don't know that well it's uh it's awkward like it's yes. like like i don't know you that well like just for you to say really like like uh out of pocket things out of pocket stuff or like things that are like yeah we're not there yet <laughs> yeah and you know i wanted to i want to downplay it right because i feel right. i feel bad i feel bad that i had to say something and i because you don't, wanna I don't want to be sensitive Yes, I don't want repercussions. Also, like I don't want this person can find my number, like in my file. They can. I almost want to say when people say that they're almost like testing. It's like, don't be fooled. They know what's up, unless they're like right out of high school. You know what I mean? They know what's up. It's kind of like, not not to the point of grooming, but it's kind of like they want to know who they can say things to. Yes, who they can be their real selves to in a way, or who who they can be manipulated to. Oh, that's a good one. Because, you know, you sh- if you, you know, it's like kind of like when you like share something that's n- like kind of, n- you know, 
not kosher, but then you live like you guys were in it. It's almost like we're in it now. Like we're part. Yes. You know what I mean? Ooh, good point, G. Good point. Yeah, because it's like it's kind of like feeling out like who you can trust and who you can't and who you can manipulate and or you know like where that person's like uh maybe loyalty boundaries are oh okay boundaries okay yeah boundaries like oh this person you can't say that to that person because they're gonna do this or you can say you can be cool with this person because you know whatever like once people have dirt on it's kind of like you know once people have dirt on you it's like that you always know they have that on you and they can use it at any time you know oh that's a good thing good thing i no longer have to deal with <laughs> Like, yeah, wow, it's that's very scary. manipulative. It's very manipulative because you're in a workplace. It's like, yes. like, don't do that. You know, like maybe if this was off, you know, off site, maybe. But even that is, I guess, you know, is tricky. Like, I guess because like, you know, I'm a teacher. So they they consider us a public figure. So we can't do anything wrong in public. So it's not like yeah. we can just like do whatever we want when we leave campus which I think sucks because it's like, I'm not a nun or a saint mm-hmm. or like, if I want to have a drink, I can. Like some people are saying, like, if you put it on your social media, like they can use that against you. It's like, but this is during my personal time, not doing it during class. So it's a very, ours is even tougher, but yeah. I don't know, in certain like spaces, like it's tolerated. So mm. especially when, uh, you know, the spaces, you know, a male dominated power power um space let's just sneeze again bless you um oh great i'm a, i'm allergic to this uh topic so <laughs> <laughs> let's move on <laughs> um let's see my Hi. my high uh this week i would say my high this week okay i know what my high this week is um so I am stepping back from some of my roles and responsibilities that are voluntary. Mm-hmm. I've officially done it and I officially told somebody and I was like, oh. yeah, I'm stepping back. Wow. And um, after I made that call, I just, I felt like a lump in my throat and I was like, can we get out of here? Like, I was with Johnny, like, can we get out of here? And he's yeah. like, yeah. And then I'm like, I just like broke down crying. Wow. And I was like, and he's, Johnny's like, you're not, you're crying right now. Like, what's wow. going on? Are you okay? Like, are you sad? I'm like, no, I'm happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, it was like a release valve. What? Wow. So, I mean, of course, I felt a little grief only because, you know, it was a part of me that wanted to stay in the fight and and do, you know, keep doing what I was yes. doing, right? Because part of me was like, that's what I wanted. Like, that's who I am. Um, And then part of it is like, maybe what if it's not who I am anymore? Who knows, yeah. right? It's too early to tell. So I had that grieving. But most of it was when he asked me, like, are you sad? I said, no, I'm happy. I feel very proud of myself. Oh my God. That's amazing. And it was like, like I accomplished so much. Like I, my whole life's like went like, this is very dramatic, but I'm a Leo. So whatever, deal with it. Uh, I had my whole life splashing from my eyes, like the last five years. And I was like having my own like Academy award, a moment by myself. <laughs> that's amazing and I was like that is not I was just like you faced your fears you pushed through the things that you said you think you thought you couldn't you know you did this you did like like you're ending on a high note like instead of because what I was really feeling like was very I was very exhausted very burnt out and when I'm exhausted and burned out I start to have negative thoughts about like situations and people and I was starting to feel that way and I was like no no no. I think now it's time to tap out at least for now and so that was my high like I I had my ending like I'm really literally wow yeah 
Good for you, G. Mm-hmm. I mean, congratulations, uh, making decisions and standing up for oneself and, you know, doing what's best for you is the hardest fucking thing. You think it's easy, but it's not like in the in the end of it all. Like I kept on saying, like, but who am I? I'm choosing myself. Yes. And now I'm excited. Like, what it, what will that continue to be? And who will I continue to be? And like, yeah, it was it was nice to not be pigeonholed or stuck somewhere. Yes. I thought I felt stuck, but like, well, I did. You know, like people just kind of assume you're you yeah. like leading, so let yeah. you lead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go and lead. You know, it's like yeah. And I was starting to feel lonely, like Aww. because I. I I thought about it. I did a lot of soul searching. Like, why are you doing this? Is just because you're tired? Well, you're going to get a whole summer off, right? Yeah. But it was like, no, my I did this because I wanted to lead and organize and learn. But I also wanted to feel like I belonged somewhere. And at one point I felt like I did. And then now I feel like I don't. And I don't know if it's just timing. Like maybe I'm detaching myself from people. And I, I don't belong to them anymore yeah uh, part of me was feeling like mm, not mad well I guess you could say mad a little resentful like not at people just at the at the events yes like um like I started just feeling like I only feel uh, I'm only a value of people when I'm giving and doing things for them yeah and not to say that that's what their intention was for me but that was what I was feeling like oh I have something to offer like and I am a value because people like acknowledge that I that I'm this x y and z and I was like I don't need that anymore it's sad like that you know the grief is set in like it's sad because i no longer and maybe going to talk to these people anymore because Aww. where where am I going to yeah. see them you know like yeah. I don't work with them yeah. so that was the grief like oh I'm going to miss out or yeah. I'm not going to be part of the team anymore but it's like no but I'm choosing myself and that's 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 awesome that's growth at its like highest fucking form like that is amazing I can't even tell you how happy that makes me to hear that because I know I know how much you put yourself into everything that you do. Like you don't give half right. ass shit. Like you are a hundred times. Right. That's time. what I kept on telling all myself because I was like, the problem with me and the best thing about me is that is like, once I commit, yes. I feel like a commit to the point where I will feel guilty for not showing up. Yes. And I was like, now that you have the opportunity, like you don't want, you don't want to put that yourself to that torture anymore. Like, Oh, no, you, you said, you, said you were going to show up and you didn't show up. Like you you've know. accomplished all that you've, everything you've taken on, you've done and you've taken it to the best of your ability. You've been successful. I mean, you can walk away from things that don't serve you anymore, you know, and that's right. okay. You do have to choose you. We all need to choose ourselves. Yeah. And before it was, I chose, you know, the fight, you know, yeah. like the fight is important to me. And the fight still is important, but I need to choose myself first. Like, yes, girl. Because yes. I'm not going to be any good to anybody if I'm just going to be a warrior, but then like, like get pissed off when people are yeah. not following me. You know, like I'm like, yeah. that's a self-care thing. So yes. yeah, I, I, think I know. Beautiful. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, my, my high is. As you know, my my daughter recently committed to UCLA, so Yay. I'm happy and excited. I know I can't wait that. for us to like celebrate. <laughs> no, yeah. totally. Like I, it was funny because when we walked on the, we toured the campus, or we, you know, we we did the seminars. Like I'm like, hey, I need a lanyard. You go buy me mm-hmm. a lanyard, you know. And she bought her dad a UCLA dad sweatshirt. Aww, you know, she bought it. So it was just I love fun. That. And it's exciting and I'm trying to get her excited into school spirit because that's not how she is, you know, but I'm like, we got to go to games. You got to like, you got to be on top of your, you know, you got to be proud of where you fuck you. You've earned the right to be here. Like, it's hard to get to where you're at. Like, I'm so proud of her. I'm so, you know, she really pulled that shit out. She did it. And, and I just can't wait to see her life unfold as she moves towards like her future. It's really exciting. Yeah. That's so exciting. Now that's a huge high. That's uh, a huge high. And like another, 
Uh, milestone. Yes. Sure. Milestone. Oh yeah. All right. So today or this month is is uh, of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, I feel like on this channel or this podcast, we try to we try to, you know, so we try to put in like men, like taking care of yourself yeah. and mental health. And we want to normalize like self-care therapy and all that stuff. So I think this is in line with like with our mission and like. Yes. It's only a continued conversation. Like, so yeah, when June 1st comes, don't not care about your mental health. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't just burn everybody to the ground because they pissed you off. <laughs> so, but I thought, oh, you know, let's talk about our journeys um, so far because, you know, it's a journey. It's going to be ongoing. So um, I want to talk about um, our experiences with mental health. And like, the first thing I want us to talk about is like, one was the moment or moments, because usually it's not just one moment when you realize you might need outside help or professional help or something other than yourself. You know, and you know, and everybody who's heard our podcast knows, you know, we don't shy away from, mm-hmm. especially I don't shy away from talking about my mental health. Um, but as you know, my, I knew that I desperately needed to talk to someone a couple months into the pandemic you know Mm -hmm. when when I started to feel apathetic about everything like I just I couldn't feel happy or sad or mad or anything about anything like you could even hear it like we joke about in the podcast you know like I just wasn't participating I have no Mm you know there was just nothing I had nothing I was on empty and I was like this is not me you know I'm not this person that just is like blah I always have a feeling about something, whether I'm happy or sad or, and so that was scary for me. Cause I thought what I could just easily die, you know, like I, I could easily be in a position to be like, you know what? I, I don't care about anything. I don't care about the kids. Okay. You know, like it just, mm-hmm. just started to get that way. And yeah, that's when, I, that's when I knew I had to, to, to seek some form of help. Was there, um, so like, was there a moment that you're like, aha, like I'm feeling this way? Like, or was it just like a, well, the feeling know. that the feeling yeah. that I felt was like, like you made the choice. Like, yeah, that it was, it was, uh, it was feeling blank. Like that was scary for me. Cause I always yes. feel I Indif- always, indifferent. Yes. It was, yeah. it was like emptiness. It was nothingness. It was right. that's not me. Like I knew I was off. Like. It just, it, it was almost like that postpartum feeling, you know, after I had my daughter and I, mm-hmm. I, I was going through depression, but I didn't realize, but then I caught myself. Cause it was like, I had no feeling like I didn't care about what was happening with my child. I didn't care about myself, like what I looked like, what I, and that's what was happening at this time. Again, it was like, I didn't care what I looked like. I didn't care what I dressed like, like my body mm-hmm. was just going through so much things like I was in pain here and there it was just like whatever spiraling I was spiraling into like this dark hole and I could feel myself and I didn't want I had to stop myself so that's what it was I could feel myself in this dark place and not having any feeling was just scary to me yeah and I was like no this is I gotta it's so interesting how people experience like depression differently right yeah um with me um like I think it's kind of I mean I think my whole life I've been stressed and I just didn't know it um uh but I think as I grew older like I think it started when like I started to feel you know a lot of deep grief like when my dad died but that's yeah. uh, to me I'm like that's normal right um but like I was really you know, dealing with it in healthy ways. And then, so when I wasn't, when I was home and not doing anything, I was doing like, you know, kind of self-medicate. And then like, when I was out in the world, I just was very busy. Yeah. And um, like, I had a full-time job. Um, at one point I had two side hustles. Like I was just like, you know, and, uh, and I think different moments in my life, like, uh, you know, I, I was able to like, 
I was able to deal with it at one point. And um, like the first time when I went to seek help, it was like, they're like, yeah, you're mild to moderate, you know, depressed. And like, they, you know, put me on something. And it was just so strange because it's like, I started to do the opposite, Jade, because I was like, wow, I feel like I don't care about things, you know, like it was like, <laughs> it was like, I don't know whether to be happy about that or, but it was, it was a relief from always feeling everything. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I'm above water. Like before I felt I was drowning and just struggling to stay afloat. And now I feel like not sad or mad or anything. I just am. Yeah. So I didn't take that medication very, very long because yeah. I got started freaking out about it because I was yeah, like, I can imagine. Oh, like, I don't know if this is a good thing. So and then like another moment in my life, like because I said, like, I'm the type of person that's just always busy and doing things. And um, I the next really hill that I was on was when I stopped, uh, decided we decided not to foster or adopt anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go through that grief. And that that was that has been something I've been dealing with um, off off and on that whole grief of like a loss of not being a mom. Um, And then so recently, I tried to get help. Um, Still trying to get help. Um, I did end up as from a referral, got a therapist. And I started seeing her January. I only had three sessions because that's all I could afford. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I had stopped for financial reasons. Um, And I'm not there yet. Like, I'm not even there where, like, I could see the light. But I did have, like, some kind of aha moment when I was, when the last time I talked to her, because I literally said, uh, because she asked me, so how are things, you know? And I don't every other week I see her once a month so like how are things like where do I (laughs) but that part I was having a good moment like there was nothing that actually triggered me um that I thought you know and we just started talking about like she's getting to know me but me verbalizing it and telling her about my life it you know because I said yeah everything's going great and I don't I don't even know why I'm here like what did I sign up for this again I was like (laughs) like what like and she's like because you're I go remind me again why I'm here and she's like because you're processing through you know the things that you say you want to improve that you're processing through the things that so I said oh okay because I literally didn't know I was like having a good month like why am I here and uh so that we had a whole conversation about you know uh my relationship with my dad and it was a nice conversation and I, that was healing to me. That moment was healing. Wow. And she didn't, I don't know. I mean, she knows she's professional, but I didn't know at the time that I, I, I needed that. Like I needed to talk to somebody that didn't know him to explain like how our relationship was. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. It was most of it was good. So I think I need to remember that. So, so like, so I stopped that in March and like, I had like a major, like I had a, what do you call it? I don't know. You've been in therapy longer than I have. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I had a moment yeah. of like, let's, how do I say this? An outburst of sorts, but it was, it was me expressing myself. Okay. Now, like if you I'm like if you guys that listen to this podcast or know me personally it's like I'm a very loud person so for me to talk loud it's like normal to me but I guess for other people feel like it's like like I'm trying to attack you but that's just (laughs) how I communicate but I communicate loudly but I communicated with words that I had learned talking with you know our conversations and like talking with my therapist yeah about you know just not judging people's like feelings about things and it's not an attack against me or anybody else it's just that's it is what it is right your feelings are your feelings and so and everybody has a right to them and I was like talking about that at this conversation and I was like wow that's growth like that is growth 
because I would have probably just got louder and storm off and cry. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I, yeah. I stayed in it and I felt supported also by my husband too. And um, he thought it was very helpful to me. He didn't know if it was helpful to them, but he's like, I think you needed that. So, and then <laughs> it came out in the conversation and I can't even afford therapy. Uh. <laughs> and then my husband was like, for like three days, we were talking about that. Cause he's like, you didn't tell me you quit therapy. And I'm Aww. like, I told you, who else would I tell? <laughs> Do I need to record myself every single time? And so he's just like, you should have told me. Cause if I, and I, and, and if I, okay, first of all, I did tell you. But now that you know, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like, he acted Let's like, get there. Let's get through this. He acted like, you didn't tell me. Like, like you didn't take your meds. You're like, you know, that's the kind of like, you didn't tell me. Like, that's what, and like, dude, because I was, I, I'd asked him a question. Like, do you think I've been better? Because I feel like I've been better. I have, I've been managing my emotions better. And he's just like, yeah, I think you need to go. <laughs> Now, Grant, let me give you context on that. Because last year when I told my husband that I need therapy, he said, I think you just need to go to kickboxing. Because <laughs> I don't think you need to go to therapy. Now, he sees it. I've only had three sessions. And granted, they were monthly sessions. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so he now, the light. now everybody the wants light. me to get therapy. <laughs> So yeah, I you know I'm. It's just painful with spending the money. <laughs> I'm like, you know, a therapist once told me because I talked about yeah. my daughter needing to go to therapy and money, blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, and he had said this is what he had said, but his thing was, it's an investment. Is what yeah, you of course. Yeah, it's something that you are investing to yourself. And so it's a sacrifice. Is it a sacrifice you're willing to make? I, believe me, I didn't, I couldn't, like I didn't say I'm going to, I go to therapy because, you know, I'm able to do it because my husband's job. Well, that's what me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to shift instead of saying, I can't afford it. Yeah. Um, let me, let me go back to my insurance and try to find out what I can get. Yes. Yes. Instead of saying, well, I can't afford it. So let's go to kickboxing. Like I was yes. like literally like, I'm going to do. So I was like, so this is where I'm at right now. Okay. Even though we didn't get that far in my therapy journey, uh, I do know where everything comes from. My whole thing is like, how do I manage it? And how do I integrate it in my life? Like, and so, you know, me, I'm always on the fast track, right? I'm, yes. a, I'm a quick learner. Like, give me the book. I'll read it. Like, yeah. tell me the steps. I'll do it. Yeah. So this is what I'm thinking which is, it's, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I'm thinking I need a life coach. I love that. Because I can't afford both. Like, like it's, yes. it's like, you'll have both, right? A therapist who looks in your past that helps you process it. Cause, oh my God, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy volume three. Oh my gosh. And I had a moment, oh. had a moment with Rocket the Raccoon. Oh. And like, he's my, he, like, he's my favorite now. And so, and a couple things that I've been watching uh, that are speaking to me and is like, when you go into the past and, and face it again, like you can find clarity and healing from that. It's not the avoidance of it. It's actually facing it. Mm-hmm. Not the fact of just being triggered, but actually like, I'm going to go there and I'm going to talk about it. And that's when the healing starts. Yes. And so that's where I think therapy really like is that's where it's pocket is right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With life coach, it's like, this is who you are now. And these are the challenges you have, but you want things, right? So mm-hmm. like, this is a path, this is kind of a path that we're going to build together so you can get where you want to go. And so I see, you know, I was like, maybe I invest in a life coach because, yeah. you know, we and Johnny had this, the conversation about like you know where it all comes from like you know and you know your triggers uh i think you just need to know how to what what do you do to deal with them like to deal with how to stress. navigate them how to, how navigate, to navigate it mm-hmm. and so yeah that's where i'm at like do i do therapy or life yeah. coach because i don't think i could afford both 
Um, I love the life. I love the life coach. Even I am considering mm-hmm. doing life coaching because I think they do work excellently in conjunction with the therapist. But like yes. you said, you can always go to you're still, you know, looking at that. So you could you could go right. through your health insurance, which will pay for it. And you don't even have to pay, you know, you could do therapy. But I think that you I think investing in a life coach yeah. is excellent. Like I would I would do it you know? Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Like now that I have the space to think about that, not put that on the back burner because I had to put that on the back burner because I was very heavily involved in other things. And I was like, I made a commitment and I have to be there and I can't, you know, and so now I have the freedom to deal with it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think, I have, my, my, like I said, my journey with therapy has been very short, but I can see it it gives you the vocabulary to express yourself, you know, because I don't think I would have had that. Um, And I think talking about it with somebody that didn't know me or didn't know my situation and really process it. And what they really do is just kind of like throwing it back at you. Like, so you're saying like your soundboard, there are soundboards. And like, you're like, you're listening to yourself talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, rather, if you talk to somebody that you knew, they would kind of just kind of like talking you out of things mm-hmm. or, you know, being support for you, like, and, yeah. and positive support for you and not necessarily helping you process because they're not, yeah. they're not equipped for that. So the therapists keep it real. Like they don't let you move away from the uncomfortableness of something or something. Because that that's, you know. they, they have a, they have a goal, right? They, yeah. they, they know what they're doing, even though it sounds like we're just chit-chatting. Like, yeah. But that's why I said, why am I doing this? Because I got <laughs> friends with this. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lovely conversation about my, my dad. And I needed, I guess I needed that because I had, so was wallowing myself in like yeah. the negative space of like how much it affected me as a person, as a child. But then when I look at back now, I, I had a sense of pride, like because I gone through all that, not to say that I deserve any of it. Um, it made me who I am now. And I'm like, I'm pretty darn happy of being who I am. Flaws and all, you know yeah. what I mean? I like the fact that I, I'm loud and I like the fact that I don't put up with people's shit. Like, you know, um, I like that I'm like him and he was very social and very musical and talented and all these things. I got that from him. Like, let's acknowledge it. And like, mm-hmm. I was just focused on all the hurt and I didn't, I wasn't, I I'm back to, you know, that. And I know that I've healed a little bit because when mother's day came and now that father's day is coming, I'm not dreading it. Like wow. the dread, you know, yeah. I still don't go on social media cause I don't want to see those posts, but um, I wasn't as sad on Mother's Day. Yeah. And when Father's Day comes, I think I'm going to be a little bit happier than I have been in, in years. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Like, and that's I, only I, three I, sessions, but you know, I'm on the, I'm special. I'm you the are special. You are because you're constantly always evolving. Like you're always thinking about what you can do, what you can, you know, to, to change, to, to do something different. Like that's how you, your mind works. You're always constantly working towards bettering whatever, or, you know, so that's just you. You know, other people take a lot. Can you imagine if you had longer with therapy? Imagine you'd be healed like within like six months. (laughs) But that's I'm like, you know, I didn't give it a chance. I can't. Yeah. Maybe I give one more chance. I give it a chance. Not one more chance. Give it a chance because it's it's a it's a long process. It is a process. I can't just be like, I was healed after three sessions. Like, yeah, no, there's a lot of things to unpack and I have to give it a chance. Do I want to start with somebody new or do I want to stick with this person that I feel like I have rapport with, you know? Yeah. Um, And, uh, and I don't think I need to make the decision like right now. Nope. Yeah. And that's my, that's been my thing of like, I need, I'm an action oriented person. Yes. I like to do things. Life coach is great because life coach can. That's what I love about. Yes. Because they're going to like, okay, how are we going to propel you forward? Yes. You want to publish this book, but you got issues with blah, blah, blah. Like, let's, let's do it. I love that. So 
I thought about that because I feel I feel really energetic thinking about it. Yeah. But I also acknowledge the fact that I just can't. Uh, I've done this to myself before where I thought I was good mm-hmm. and then I wasn't, you know. Yeah. So um, but like the first step is let like taking things off my plate. And exactly. Now I have exactly. space. You gotta make room. You gotta make room for that. The things in your life that bring you joy. I'm telling you, it's yeah. it's it's constant. Like even me, like, you know, there are there were days that I'd be like, oh, there's nothing I want to talk about today. There's nothing like I feel like I'm good. But then boom, all of a sudden it's like a couple months later, I'm like, holy shit, you know, like I've got issues, emotional things I've got to work through. And I gotta hear that. I gotta hear that because it's just it's not like gonna be like a quick thing no it's like so there were days of like weeks months that I was like eh, and I would just start talking about whatever but then okay. recently I mean you know oh, probably months like I've got to the the crux of a thing that has been bothering me in terms of you know because in my life I've always been emotionally I'm just a very emotional creature but that yeah. stems from, of course, like we talk about a lot of childhood traumatic things in your life that now I'm able to see and I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, that's that's the thing that's been affecting me. And now I'm trying to work through those things and I'm still so it's yeah, it is a lifelong thing. But I I, I was looking into the life coaching, too. But that's the thing right? I'm like, oh, making like paint, finding someone that you vibe with that you gel with that you know you're you're happy to pay the money to yeah. mm-hmm. you can justify the cost um but yeah it's it's these are hard decisions <laughs> yeah and i think about you know people that have have had therapy like people like you and it's like it's not a luxury item it's an investment um what else do people say like um I forgot, but anyway, I I think about people that don't want therapy or don't feel like, yes, you need therapy or they don't need therapy. It's like, I was just thinking while you were talking, I was like, yeah, those people, like, yeah, they probably aren't successful people and, you know, are great parents and friends and whatnot. But it's like, you know, it's that, that's... (laughs) It, like Johnny always says, like, I wish people could see like the real you, <laughs> it's like, it's the asshole part of you, you know what I mean? That needs therapy. <laughs> so I was like, everybody, in a sense, everybody needs therapy because everybody has that part of you that's like, yes, that, you know, that I'm person. not nice. I am not no, a nice no, person. Like, I'm, we, I'm a bitch. I just, can be we a just bitch. play one on, on podcasts, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's right. I just play a nice person in the mind. I'm a bitch. Right? That's why like our, our partners are like going through it. That's why yeah. I thought it was funny. And he hates when I bring it up, but it's like you didn't want me to get therapy, but now it's <laughs> gonna benefit you now. Because I feel like I have had less moments of like because I was tracking like every single time I would just get so pissed off and like who knows where the hell it came from. And I would always give myself a sticker. Like I have like a little sticker that says like, so it's a guy's head that's on fire and I crack <laughs> it. I was like, and of course it was towards the end of the month because that's probably when I'm, I'm the most broke, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, I've had let, I haven't had to use that sticker that wow. much this year. I used it once in April and that was probably it. And maybe wow. once in March because, but because it's mostly when it just comes out and I didn't even know, like I wasn't pre- was it pre-planned or pre-planned yes. or um, that I was going to premeditated I was that I was going to approach this person and just blow up on them. It was something obviously happened right before for me to feel activated. So it's been a little less because I've been trying to pause. Um, so I will say, you know, it's a journey and it will, I think now that we've talked about it, I'm like, okay, I think I need to start with their, I think I need to go with therapy because I haven't given it a chance enough. Like, um, as much as I want to feel like this is the, the end, you know, like yeah. I reached the world card, you know, yeah. I, I think <laughs> like, don't get a mistaken boo. Like you're like, <laughs> <at the> chariot. <laughs> I still think you will get there 
a quick quickly, but like I've been doing therapy for three years. I'm yeah, still, going, see? still going. Yeah. Like, and, and only recently this last thing came up and it was like, whoa, like, wow. I didn't realize I had to deal with that. Like that. Wow. Yeah. And I was glad she was there for me during this wow. time. And I, I, I've changed so much from like just the choices that I've made, the decisions because I've been talking to her and because I've been doing work on myself, I am not that person that I was when right. I was younger. And so I'm happy, thankful about that. And I, I'm proud of myself too, Yeah, that growth and that change in myself, you know? I mean, you started your therapy when we literally just started our podcast. Yes. And, and, and the pandemic, it just started, right? Yeah. Like, because we had just, we started 2019. Yes. And then the pandemic started, right? Yes. And then like, like you said, the, 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 the dark period that we shall not name, uh, <laughs> <laughs> checked out that I felt like that you was can hear like it. a That's big, recorded. yeah, you can go back and hear it. Uh, uh, and it's like, <laughs> I think that was a moment that was, I mean, it's a lot of moments. It's not yes. just one moment. It's like a moment where like, wow, I checked out checked out, detached myself. Yes. I was detached for sure. And that's a, uh, that's a clue for you with me. It's like, I start like counting things up. Like I start like this person owes me this, this person, owes me that. <laughs> like, you know, how dare that person cross me? You know, like I start getting mad. Yeah. And that's when I know that I need to do something. <laughs> the fire starts going. It's like, the fire, <laughs> the volcano. <laughs> the volcano energy, man, is like, she's about to blow, you know? <laughs> so when I start counting all the things that people owe me, I know that's a, that's, that's a clue that I'm like a, not in a good space. Like, yeah. and it's not logical. Yeah. Like that's nobody good, though, that you know, shit. that's good that you know, though, like you, you're like, wait a minute, like, okay. You know? And that's the asshole part of me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm generally like a great person. Like 80% of the time, like you want to hang out with me. Like I'm like chill, <laughs> but like that 20% is like, if I don't take care of myself, it'll start to spiral in yes. that. But like how yes. you, like we, you spiral, you go within. That's true. I, Herman and I right spiral, now. go joke. out. Yes. <laughs> like, the joke is, you know, Jade is MIA, you know, where yes. is she? She's like, in a cave cool. somewhere. Yes. And I'm like <laughs> wrecking havoc, like to everybody. <laughs> like a tornado, like. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's all. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh my God. So, um. Uh, I think we've talked about what has helped so far, you know, um, yes. with me, like it's been a combination, like you said, like I've done so many different things and I'm doing things. So spirituality was a big one for me. Um, I had a spiritual awakening and opened my mind up to think about things deeply with, you know, and like, where we all fit in the in the universe and yes. like the realms and everything just to put it in a, in a nutshell and that has helped me because that's called perspective right like you're you are not just you right like mm -hmm. you are a combination of all the things like that have gone before you and that have been passed on to you um i also emotionally intelligence classes uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to integrate that, but I get it. Like, it's like, it's about using your head and your heart and really thinking through with yourself. Why do you do the things that you do? Like, mm -hmm. Are you doing it to, to please people, to hide, to run away? Like, what are you trying to do before you attack somebody? You should always think of like, what is happening now, you know, and really think about your words and how you express yourself um journaling I journal and when I say journal I'm not sitting there for half an hour like paragraphs of all my feelings it's literally like three sentences in the morning mm -hmm. and if I feel the need to write more I will but I don't I literally put my intentions out and just be like it's Thursday it's the sun is out and I'm feeling pretty good um, I, I have this person on my mind, please pray for them, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the day, I have like a night routine of like, um, talking about my day and then being okay with those feelings. Right. Um, and then art, of course, that I, that I'm so excited to 
pick up again. Um, and then a lot of like meditation and really thinking. And again, not meditation, like I'm sitting there, like the Dalai Lama, like for like a half an hour to an hour. Like I'm literally just giving myself a few minutes just to like go within and and listen to myself and what, how am I feeling? Check-ins, right? You're yes, check-ins. yes. I always find, and I always find I'm like thousands of steps behind you. Like every time you're at a place, like I'm slowly coming up in that same sort of like, journey you know you talk about awakening I feel like I've also had like a spiritual awakening but I'm a baby still in that you know I'm really learning to trust myself learning to trust my intuition learning to listen to myself more what like what what are the things I like to do that maybe I used to think oh that sounds so boring but really it's things that I like to do you know like I found that I love driving like that is like my meditation driving and listening to music while I'm driving alone like I do love doing it with my kids, but I've come to the realization that, you know, when I'm driving, I feel calm. Like I feel, I listen to music and it really takes me to a place of, I start thinking and I, everything becomes clear and I can, and I drive and I just feel relaxed. So that's one of the things. The other things I feel is I feel when I do, when I read cards for myself, you know, that for me is also like a meditation for me, you know, yeah. really listening to my voice, listening yes. to within focusing on really trusting myself, right. And listening to spirit, all that, you know, and alone. And I, and I, it's funny, I do it with music too. Like I have to listen to me because music is my music is the thing that drives my my creativity it drives yeah. my passion it drives it it's the thing that calms me it's the thing that excites me so anything with music I find that is very therapeutic for me so I find that I connect closer with spirit when I'm listening to music yes. and I'm- yeah. yeah that's true um and sometimes I will receive messages through music too um and but yeah playing music it does something for my soul. Like, and I always like, how come I don't do this often? You know, because it's truly like, there's nothing like, because there's like, um, I think playing music and singing, it's literally for yourself. Like it's the only thing that you do for yourself. Like if, you know, if you're truly taking your ego out of it in terms of like, you're there performing, but if you're doing it for yourself or for the moment, like, I think it's so like, it fills your cup. It fills my cup. It does. Yeah. And it's like, I forget sometimes how much it does until I hear something that I'm like, that makes me laugh. Or I hear something that makes me cry Yeah, or makes me think of a good memory. And I'm like, I feel so grateful in that moment. So yeah, music, whether you're listening to it, playing it, like it's so... Uh, yeah, that's my like jam too. And I always know when I'm like, when I don't want to face something or I don't want to, like, I want to be mad or I want to, I, I won't listen to music. Cause I know, you know, it's like, cause music is a happy thing for me. Right. Or it's a happy mm-hmm. or it's a thing that makes me feel. Yeah. And sometimes when I don't want to feel it, I just want to be like yeah. in my head, like I just want to yeah. be in my head. I won't listen to music. Cause I, I tell myself no, but then I know the moment I play the music, I'll feel better, but it's like, I'm stubborn. I'm like, no, I just want to be in my head. I don't want to like release that. I want to grieve. I want to do, you know, so I'm just going to not listen to music, you know, yeah. but um, it's just interesting how that is, you know, oh, and nature, nature is another thing, like being, you know, just feeling the wind, you mm-hmm. know, seeing the sun, feeling it against my skin. Like mm-hmm. I realize that that. Sometimes when I walk out of the office at work and I'm yeah sitting for a few minutes, like at lunch or, or walking to my car, like just looking at the sky and looking at like the clouds and the trees, like I feel so happy. It's weird. Like it just is. Um, and I should do more of that because yeah, I that's totally that grounding. <laughs> yeah, that's that's grounding. That's like a type of meditation, like where you're truly just in the moment and just like appreciating things and like, or just notice things, Yeah. You know? And yeah, I, I wish I could do, wish, or I should put more intention of doing that. Um, because I do feel like really good when I'm like outside and, you know, just being like, not trying to get anywhere, just being, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
So fascinating. Yeah. All right. Call to action. What do you think of this episode? How do you take care of your mental health? What do you want G and I to talk story about next time? Leave us a message or comment on our social media. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate us so we can receive more visibility and grow our audience. We would love to hear from you. You can leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or you can email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. So after this conversation, I forgot to also mention that it's also AAPI or AAHPI Heritage Month, which uh, (laughs) stands for Asian American Hawaiian Pacific, actually Hawaiian Native Pacific Islander Heritage Month, but for sure they say AAPI. So um, this is in line with us, Mental Health Awareness Month, less AAPI uh, Heritage Month, because that's who we are. Um, uh, I think my takeaway from this is uh, I need more therapy. (laughs) (laughs) And more money so we can do their no. (laughs) And more money. You know, I, 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 you know, I jokingly said that because we went on a strike and for work and we're almost on the verge of another um, and oh I goodness. jokingly, yeah, I jokingly said that please like, cause I had to leave the bargaining table because yeah. it was, it was a long night. And I jokingly said to my colleagues, like, help me get this raise for me because I need it for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and so the universe, gave there you me- go. Here it is, bitch. Here it is. What and now I want to buy a sofa do? with it. Now I, I feel like I, I, I think I would benefit from a sofa and a new bed, you know? You know? Yeah. You know what? That is self-care. That true, is good. True that. You guys sit down somewhere, you know? <laughs> you know, to relax, to like sit and like, yes, I think that's. Broken like a true tourist. <laughs> and for me, it's, I got to get out there and touch grass. No. I touch you know, grass, girl. You I got to touch grass. grass. I got to touch grass. I keep denying myself. This. I know. I didn't realize how much, like, that was really good for you. Like, you know, I always, I always pride myself. Like, I'm a city girl. Like, I'm good. I love, like, just sidewalks and, like, clean streets, whatever. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you reminded me that, you know what? I can sometimes go, like, I'll go to a park. You know, yeah. I'm not going to climb a mountain. I'm going to yeah. go to a park that has paved sidewalks. Or drive <laughs> to the beach. Drive to the beach. Like we, to the we, beach. We, we pass by the beach all the time. It's like, I always want to get out. Like, I want to get out. But of course, my kids are like, no, nah, I don't want to get out. Yeah, but I, I told them next time we're getting out because yes. I, think I need to I need to see that ocean. I need to yes. smell it. Feel the fucking breeze on my fucking skin. Yeah. Like, no, that's what you that's what you need. Like. I mean, that's why that's that you've always said that, like when we were like your motorcycle and like feeling the wind, your yeah. whatever, <laughs> the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> you are my hero. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do even if it's by myself, I'm going to do more of that. Yeah, because, because you, yeah, you you live in a place where you can actually be next to nature faster yes. than I can. But um. So yeah, that I think I'm taking away that too as well. So let us know what you think about yes. this episode. Get out uh, there, people. Telling your business to y'all, <laughs> like you care. But hopefully, that one person out there, uh, it it resonates with you guys. And yeah. um, keep following um, our uh, our episodes. Uh, either once, what is like once or every other week, we'll have a new episode. So. <laughs> I'm trying to give myself self-care that <laughs> I committed, but I don't want to be committed. You know what I mean? All right. We'll catch you next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.